Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Jesus, hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord, please. Are you excited to be in church this morning? Oh, then let your hand clap reflect your excitement. Hallelujah. Lift your voice. Let us pray. Ask the Lord to speak to you this morning. Ask the Lord to speak to you this morning. Father, speak to us. We've come into your presence. Speak to us in a way that will understand, Lord. We humble ourselves, Lord, and we say, speak to us in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands, let's worship him. Rampelo Baba Bakale Kimola Kata Sakaba Rampeloba Skimbala Kata Skipalobaya Kamaloba Rabadoba Skimbola Kata Slimbala Kata Bada Everybody sing Lift your hands to him, wave to him
to put your hands together to a wonderful God, a worthy God. Kalema sopalo kate sakayana, brando lobosimpo lakendo kalebaza, rimota pekosi katabayaka, rimpo lakendo kalimasoba. You are wonderful, O oh God. You are worthy, O oh God. You are wonderful, O oh God. You are worthy, O oh God. We bless you. We give you glory. We thank you. Father, we thank you. We come before a wonderful God. We humble ourselves. Speak to us. Mighty Holy Spirit, come fill us. Teach us, empower us, and impact our hearts. Lord, open the eyes of our understanding to behold wondrous things from your word. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Well, it's exciting to see you all this morning. And I believe that for the time that we have, God has a special message for us. Amen. Say amen. It's too early not to be saying amen. Say amen. amen. Look, imagine that your amen makes the sun shine brighter. It means we are going to get warmer soon. So say a better amen. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Well, this morning I'm excited to be preaching to you. I'm preaching from my little book here. Um, tell them 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. Amen. Jack, James, John, I'm ready. I'm preaching from my book here. Why you must be a soul winner. Somebody say amen. amen. Say a nicer amen. amen. Wonderful. Great. Great. Well, um, I have Siba and Setu worshiping with us from our church in Port Elizabeth. Just give a nicer wave. You may find a beloved. You never know. Stand up and wave. Stand up and wave. Stand up and you may just find a beloved. You never know. Shatola Bason My God, my God. <laughs> well, I don't want to say much, but you know, let us let us never be discouraged when we are teaching the children. Do you get it? You don't know what they will become. These ones were babies. I mean, you see him with a lot of babies. I'll say babies that you put at your back. Yeah, recently he sent me a video of Salty, the singing songbook. A video I used to let my children watch every single day when they come from crash. He was also watching it. Do, do you get it? Aha. Now today, look at what God has done. So when you see a pillar and co, don't kick them that oh these ones they are nothing you don't know what they will become 10 years 15 years 20 years god will do something fantastic through them do you get it uh-huh. it's just to encourage us do you get it? where's has um rahim uh-huh my guy yeah rahim is now my guy so one day we'll be standing here then you'll see rahim a giant solid pastor that will say these ones were babies 
Do you see? But we can only give that testimony if we take them seriously now. That's why I don't do joke with their children. You can't even call me a children's pastor. I really don't. Um, I'll be happy. That's why I don't joke with their children. That, uh, they, they, you, they have not gone through so much. Sometimes even the older ones, older ones, please forgive me, they are ossified. Do you get it? They are ossified. I think Matthew 18, 70, the Bible says, except, Jesus says, except you be converted to be and become like children, you will not enter into the kingdom of God. Sometimes the older ones, they are ossified. Ossified means that they are, like, we use it to describe bones. Do you get it? But it means that sometimes they are so set in their ways that you can't do If you try, you break it. So you just have to carry it like that. Do you see it? Uh-huh. You just have to carry If you shake it, it brittles. Because as soon as you shake it, it brittles, then the rent falls out. You shake it, it brittles, then children's school fees fall out. Like, like the issues are a lot. So they, like to make a paradigm shift or a major change, it's not that easy. But these ones, they are just young. They, they don't pay school fees. So Charlie, if you say jump, they don't care if they, their leg breaks. But the older ones, if he jumps and the leg breaks, it means that we need money too. <laughs> Say, man, put your hands. I don't know why we are talking about this because today is also that day that I don't have a lot of time. Great. Why are you? Know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting aside our tithing message. I'll come back to it. Season two of tithing will come back. Okay. I'm starting a new series. Why you should be a soul winner. Amen. And I want to talk about soul winning. What is soul winning? Soul winning is going out there to tell somebody about Jesus. About how much Jesus loved us and died for us. Many people will say, oh, but me, I'm just a new person in the church. I don't know much. I don't know John 3, 16, John 3, 17, and John 3, 18. I don't know all these scriptures. You don't need all these scriptures to tell anybody about Jesus. Jesus said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall be my witnesses. And to all Samaria, Judea, the ends of the world. Basically, a witness is somebody who tells another person what they have seen. So, soul winning is telling somebody else what Jesus has done for you. How much Jesus loved you and gave his life for you so that your sins will be forgiven. So, as soon as you are born again, you are a natural born soul winner. Amen. You don't need any special training. Of course, as you go along, you meet some people who don't care what Jesus has done for you. Or sometimes what Jesus has done for you has not, is not so manifest. For the whole world to see. Do you get it? Uh-huh. Let's say you've gotten born again, but in your class you are still failing your exams. When you say that Jesus has changed your life, those boys who pass the exam, they say, ah, if this is change of life, then let's keep it as it is. Do, do you get it? Uh-huh. Then you need to learn how to preach salvation. Do you get it? How to preach. Hey, where's the guy? How to preach salvation. Do you see? And in this book, there are so many ways on how to preach salvation. Amen. Somebody say amen. So many little, little ways by which you preach salvation. You see simple messages, two two pages, one page you read, you learn how to talk to somebody about Jesus. Do you see? Broadway, narrow way. 
St. Paul may say there's a broad way and there's a narrow way. On the broad way, it leads to destruction and there are so many walking there. But there's a narrow way and a straight gate. It leads to eternal life. Just from this book, you preach to the person. You ask the person, which road are you on? Are you on the broad way or you are on the narrow way? If you are on Broadway entry, you are going to hell. But if you come to the narrow way, you are going to heaven. How do you know you are on the Broadway? Bible says on the Broadway, there are so many people working there. So if you follow the crowd, you will go to hell. But on the straight way and the narrow way, very few people, but it leads to eternal life. I'm putting this book on special in this season that I'm preaching this message for 50 rands. Get one in this season. 50 rands. Get one for yourself. How many of you have a birthday in 2021? From January to December, you have a birthday. Buy one for yourself as a birthday gift. It's Joy's birthday. Please give this to Joy for me as a birthday present, please. Hallelujah. Why is she not in my service? Second service. Oh, okay. Sorry. Charlie, the church has changed. Hallelujah. Powerful. So, her mother is in first and she's in. Now, I, let me say this clear. This thing we have started, we are not going to relent. And they are going to become two different churches in the same building. So get used to it. We are going to have first service choir, first service instrumentalist, first service everything. Then second service choir, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are starting. So we have the same choir singing in the first. Did the choir sing? Yeah. How many choir? They were a choir. Okay, good. <laughs> My God. Please, after church, you can join the choir. Okay. I'm preaching now. Uh, because I've already used a, uh, Nebos. No, Lobos. You were playing the keyboard. Good, good, good. Lobos, you are doing well. I like that guy. I like this guy. I like this guy. Good, good. You see, so let's stop all the confusion. We just call you Lobos and then we go for it. Okay. Uh, because every day we are changing the name. Are you not tired? That every day your name changes. So let's stay with Lobos. <laughs> Hallelujah. What was I saying before we came here? Yeah, so that's it. So note it. Dancing starts. You see, everything, everybody will have their thing. When you finish, you see the first service, second service. You say, hey, I haven't seen you guys in a long time. That's how it will be. You'll be shocked. Uh-huh. But trust God. God is doing something fantastic. Why should you be a soul winner? Matthew 28. With the speed of life. Reason, reasons why you must become a soul winner. We start from Matthew 28. We are reading from, from 18 through to 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe, to do whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. Even to the end of the world. This is where we see that Jesus is with short people till the world comes to an end. Hallelujah. Because he said, lo, I am with you always. Now, listen up. This, the first reason why you and I should be so winners is because of this reason. Do you see? Is to fulfill the great commission or the great commandment, or the great instruction. In Bible terms, there's an instruction in the Bible. Jesus said, go back one verse, 19. He said, 
Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe, to do whatsoever things I have commanded you. Lo, I'm with you to the end of the age. This instruction was Jesus' final instruction on the face of this earth before he left. That is why as, as a church or as Christians, we have given it a connotation. We've called it the great commission or the great instruction or the great mandate. Why do we say so? Because when, when you, are, you are going somewhere, you are giving your final instructions, you won't talk about things that are unnecessary. Do you get it? You talk about the most important things to you. It's like, think about it. It's like you are making a, a call. You know, those days when we used to use airtime. You are, you are, you've made a phone call. Then you get to where the airtime is about, where the lady tells you that you have one minute remaining. You won't talk about foolish things. You talk about the most important things to you. So for Jesus to use his final airtime to give this instruction, this instruction must be very important to him and must be very critical to us as Christians. Hallelujah. So it's an instruction that we must fulfill. You know, there are two instructions, there are two instructions in the Bible that we must put premium on. We must put value on. One is when they ask Jesus, what is the great commandment? Then he says, the great commandment, thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself, and so on. And thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind. Then the second is to love your neighbor. Also. And then says, on these two do all the law and the prophet. And it's like everything hangs on loving God and loving your neighbor. You see, because Jesus called it a great, like the greatest commandment. You shouldn't joke with it. When it comes to loving your neighbor, you shouldn't joke with it. You shouldn't joke. And even Jesus was so serious because when he said you shall love your neighbor as yourself and blah, 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 blah. Then one of them thought he was smart. So he asked him, Master, who then is my neighbor? Who then is my neighbor? Then Jesus took it to World Cup. He said, you, I'll show you who your neighbor is. He said, a certain man went from Jerusalem to Jericho. He fell among thieves. Then the pastor came. He saw it. He said, oh, this type of foolish church members, when you instruct them, they don't listen. Now, if you have gone somewhere and somebody has beaten you, what, what, what do you want me to do? Be there and struggle. Then the pastor went to the other side. Then later on, the shepherd, the tall shepherds in the church, they were passing. Then they said, uh-huh, these are the people. When you go to follow up, then they ran away from you. Be there and suffer. Then he, they also passed to the other side. Then a, 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 a Samaritan came from somewhere. A Samaritan came from somewhere. And Samaritans traditionally were enemies of Jews. Jews and Samaritans don't mix. Do you see? So an enemy, the, an enemy of the person came from somewhere. And as he was passing, he saw this person like, he said, oh, he's a human being. He's suffering. Let's go and help that person. Let's go and help that person. Then he came to help that person. Then he asked, which of these is the person's neighbor? Is it the person you are, you are from Amtata with who's your neighbor? Or a foreigner from somewhere who's your neighbor? Or a stranger from somewhere who's your neighbor? Or an enemy from somewhere? The one who gave attention tried to help you. That's actually your neighbor. Then he gave the instruction. Love your enemies. Pray for your enemies. So your enemy is also your neighbor. Even the enemy is your neighbor. That's how seriously Jesus took the instruction. Thou shalt love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. Some of us can only love people who are like us. I won't talk about the ex because the exes are here. Yeah. 
the exes are here. Then another one is the great commission, which is, go, you see, if today I can only talk to you about even this first point, I'll feel satisfied. He said, give, go ye, you, we shouldn't joke with this instruction where Jesus says, go ye therefore into all nations and, and take them, put them get, and, and to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and teach them to, let me show you what these things mean. Then you see how important it is to do evangelism. You see, verse, verse 20, it says, no, there's a teach first. Go into all nations, therefore, baptizing them in the, and teaching them. The word teach, let's, let's maybe even the first word they teach, maybe from Matthew, Matthew's coming, uh, Mark, Mark 16, 16. Let's look at it from Mark 16, 16 and see. You may, you name, you may never know. Mark, Mark and look at Luke. Oh, why am I in NLT? It says, and anyone, okay, this is NLT. I don't want NLT. King James with Strong's. It says, go ye therefore, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth shall be saved and he that believeth not shall be called. And all these things shall follow. Okay, it's the Matthew one I'm looking for. But the words there, teach, let me show you. The word teach in this scripture means number one. It's from the Greek word mateteo, which means to make disciples or converts. To make disciples or converts. So Jesus said, I'm giving you an instruction. The instruction I'm giving you is to go out and make disciples or make converts. Do you get it? Not just go and say, hey, this, hey, that, but make, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a time-taking job where you give attention to it. Many of us just do evangelism. We just brush it and we go. Sometimes it's beyond your control, which is fine. But sometimes we don't give it enough attention. Make disciples. Look at baptism is the word baptizo. Just baptize them in water. Listen, it says immersion in water, spirit and ways. So when, we, when it says baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, it means, number one, baptizing them in water. The baptism we know, we put you in water, zoom, then we bring you. I think 28th of August, we are having a special baptism for all our people who have not been baptized. Yeah. All our people who have not been baptized. So if you are here, you have not been baptized, register with your center leader so we can make sure that you are baptized. Yeah. Register with your center leader. So that you can be baptized. 28th of August. It's a Saturday, Saturday morning. Then it says, in spirit, which is Holy Spirit baptism, that we lay our hands on you and we, we pray for the Holy Spirit to come on you with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You will speak in tongues, be you'll be shocked. Yeah. And then ways. So baptism is not just being put in water and then you then after we lay hands and then you start to speak like, ah, blah, blah, blah. but baptizing them into the my ways the ways the ways of Christ that's a teaching them to do it says teaching them to do all whatsoever I have taught you so it's like they will when you are when you are born again you become a certain way teaching them to change their ways yeah then the teaching, you see, there, there, there's one version that talks about teach, then talks about baptism, then talks about 
teaching. The teach, the first one is different from the second one. The second one teaching is from the word <laughs> didactical, which is teaching them his principles and impacting his doctrine and helping them to understand his ways. Helping, that's, that's, that's what we are doing. That, that's why this instruction is not just leading somebody to Christ alone per se, but that's, that's why this instruction, we believe it includes having church. Because when you come every Sunday, when you come every Sunday, we are teaching you to observe the ways of God. Every Sunday. Because we can't teach you all the ways. Some of you have been Christian seven years. You have still not read the whole Bible. How much more somebody that you met once at downtown? Or at KFC. So it takes time. So every Sunday as you come again, you come again, you, you are taught the ways. Let me read the explanation again. I, I think the explanation is too powerful. It's more powerful than you are even making it. I said, teaching them his principles, that's one. And imparting his doctrines. They are a set of doctrines. Which doctrine of faith, doctrine of salvation, doctrine of loyalty, doctrine of the tithe, doctrine of giving. You teach them all these things. Then, it says, and helping them to understand his ways. Helping them to understand. It's a whole process. Now, if we don't go out there as a church, nobody will know. Jesus says, go. We are staying in the church. Without anybody. People are around us who don't hear this, these teachings. There's nobody to teach them his ways, baptize them, and teach them to help them to even understand. Some people are there, they don't understand why, why, why we shouldn't steal. Why looting is, is, is not right. Do you get it? They see looting as God's blessing. God has opened a door for us to increase. He that too, we didn't have a washing machine, but God has opened a door for us to get a washing machine. So we can bath in the washing machine. You don't even know what the washing machine is used for. So you put soap and water and then you jump in and then be spinning you around like a merry-go-round. So somebody to explain to them. That's why you and I, who seemingly know right, must rise up and go into the world and speak to somebody in your class, in your school, at your workplace, in the taxi. You sit by somebody in the taxi, you speak to the person, listen, my brother, my sister. Oh, there's a guy called Jesus. God sent him to come and die for us. You will think that, oh, you know, everybody knows about Jesus. You'll be surprised. There are so many people who don't know about Jesus. One man, he went to China and he asked a Chinese man, do you know Jesus? He said, the Chinese man said to him, I don't know him, but I don't know Jesus, but if you give me a sample, I can make one for you. I can make one for you. But they know Coca-Cola. I can make one for you. So people, you'll be surprised. People around you, your family members, some don't know Jesus. And we have to take this. It's an emergency. It's a spiritual emergency. If we don't take seriously, people around us will go to hell. 
So I'm teaching you as a church for us to have this spirit and this mind. So we all become dogged soul winners. People who are interested in soul winning. Amen. A church that is interested, that no week will pass where you don't talk to somebody about Jesus. No day will pass where you don't talk to somebody about Jesus. And I said, talking to people about Jesus, does it end with, I, to- I talk to you once and that's the end. You talk to, when somebody is trying to beloved those you, the person talks to you for a while. Now, today's modern world, when people are entering into it, oh, we are talking, they will chat on WhatsApp. I didn't know, me when I was young, I didn't know that if you want to pick up a girl, you ask her for her phone number. So when you take her phone number, once she gives you a phone number, it means that we are set. Today's world, you are very cheap. You have no value, to be very honest. Phone number. So nowadays, if I become uncomfortable when I go to the shop and they ask me for my number. Yeah. I say, hey, Mr. Price is trying to pick me up. I mean, what an abomination. Yeah, I say, so please, what's your phone number? I say, hey, why? What for? No, we are using it to, for our sister. I say, is your system trying to pick me up? Because now that's what it is. I say, what's your phone number? Ah! But it helps with my example I want to give. You see, so... It, 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 it's like the person keeps talking to you. The person doesn't know you, Jody. The person takes your phone number, then it means it's a thing. Hey, then your price has reduced. So, because I put a lot of value on you, I've taken you to school. First degree, second degree, masters. Then it's just phone numbers. Ah! Haibo! All this color, this natural hair, just phone number. Hey, then you should have just stopped at grade 10. Yeah, grade 10, because grade 10, yeah. I mean, once we get a phone number, then it's okay, because that grade 10 to is not much. It's also not much. Tando, eh? Yeah, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> Amen. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? But the person starts chatting with you. They talk to you, they talk to you. Hey, then you also say, oh, my name is this, because the day they were asking you for the phone number, they just asked you your name, and then they just took the phone number, and then they went their way, and you also went your way. But after that, then they'll be chatting, hello. Oh, I just want to introduce myself properly. I'm James from, or Jim. Let's not use James. I'm Jim from, 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 from Mbali. So, oh, really? Hi, Jim. I'm also a, a Rosemary from a, 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 a Sobantu. Wow. What do you do? I'm in school. I'm in, I'm in my second year. Oh, uh, Jim, what do you do? Uh, I, 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 am, I am home. I am home, but I have data. I'm, I'm, I'm managing. Then you'll be chatting. You'll be chatting back and forth, back and forth. Back. Then in the night, you can't sleep. When your parents say, go to sleep, then you go and hide under the blanket. Then you are typing. Back and forth, back and forth. Like that, you won't sleep. When you wake up in the morning, your eyes look like you have been in a fight. Because they've not rested. They've been overused and overworked and abused. So the next morning, you can't wake up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's all you type in. Lol, 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 lol. But then your heart is going. The same way you must win somebody to Christ and keep chatting the person up. Chatting the come to. Look, you have to know John 3.16. It says God loved the world. God loved you. He sent his only son to die for you. If you were the only one left in the world, he would have still sent his son. Then the person would say, oh, but how about all the bad things? I'm a smoker. I'm a drinker. I beat my sisters. I beat my brothers. I even beat my grandfather. Then you say, oh, don't worry. While we were yet sinners, God commended his love for us. 
that while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus loves you in spite of your mistakes. You say, yeah, I have a lot of problems. Say, Don't worry. The Bible says, come unto me, all ye that are heavy and heavy laden with sin, and I will give you rest. Jesus will give you rest. You keep chatting with the person. Back and forth, back and forth, back. And Sunday, you bring the person to church. So the person can now be filled and understand. We saw the meaning, didasco. Understand the ways. Understand the ways understand the ways. My desire is that we all become wild soul winners. That nobody passes by us without hearing about Jesus. So you have to be saved properly. Those of you who are not saved properly, that's why you can't win souls because yourself, the people you are with, you just went to the club with them. And as you are dancing, don 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 Recently they sent me a song and Galagacha. You know I've been saying Galagacha. How do you say it? Galagacha. I never, I've never heard a song before. So this, this week, two days ago, a church member sent the, the bishop as the Galagacha. No, no, no. Please don't be angry at the church member. The church member was trying. No, no, it's not this way. It's this way. It's, it's this way. Do you, do you get it? It's this way. Do you get it? It starts from this way. No, no, it doesn't get here, but it's... You know, this way. It's in this service. You get it. So, when I read them, I couldn't understand. You know, I don't, I mean, I'm now learning how to speak Zulu. So, it's Kalagacha Zulu. Uh-huh. I'm now learning how to, so when I even read the word, I didn't know what the person was talking about. So, I just, and usually when people contact me, there's a problem. So, I, I was anxious. So, I went to the, I said, ah. so after a while, then I told her, ah, okay, this is what the guy is saying. So I listened to the thing again. I couldn't find the Galagacha. So I sent the person a message. I said, where's the Galagacha? Because I thought the whole song would be saying Galagacha, Galagacha. I can't find the Galagacha. So then he said, oh, it's at the beginning. I still couldn't find it. So I just accepted it. I said, okay, maybe somewhere there. So after you have been galagacha with the, the girl over there, how do you tell the girl that, you know, Jesus loves you? How? So born again, sit up and be born again properly. Then you can now tell somebody else about Jesus. Yeah, then you have credibility. Yeah, you are here in church today, but on the street you are a thief. How can you tell your fellow thieves that Jesus loves? You have to stop it. You have to, you have to make a total turnaround. Then you can tell your fellow thieves that, hey, rather this thing, it will take us to hell. Let's get out of it. Church of God, next week, God willing, if we are still alive and Jesus has not come, I will take you through more reasons why we should be so bad. I want to encourage, listen, people are dying and going to hell. People are dying and going to hell. We as Christians cannot look at them and leave them to go to hell. In the story of the rich man and, the, and Lazarus, Bible talks about, you, you put it up there, let's, Bible talks about a rich man. Bible says there was, there was a certain rich man who was clothed in pebble and fine linen, who fed sumptuously every day. And, and, and moreover, the, there was a poor man named Lazarus who was at his gate, desiring to be fed from the crowns that fell from the rich man. And he came, moreover, the dogs came to lick his soul. And he came to pass, the rich man died. The, Lazarus died and was carried by angels. Into Abraham, and the rich man also died and was buried. When the rich man died, Lazarus and the rich man they lived in the same area. 
lived on the same street, perhaps even in the same house. It's just that Lazarus lived at the gate and the rich man lived inside the house. But when they both died, Lazarus went to Abraham's bosom. He was carried by angels into Abraham, which is your destiny. When you die, you'll be carried by angels into heaven. But when the rich man died, Bible says he went to hell. Straight to hell. People are dying and going to hell. He went to hell. And when he went to hell, as he was in hell and he was tormented and he was screaming, he lifted up his eyes and to his surprise, to his utter shock, he saw Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. Can you imagine how surprised he was that the guy who was at my gate, who was eating my food, whether it fell from the table or I gave it to you, it was still my food. Lazarus was eating his food, but Lazarus never said to him that you will go to hell. Perhaps. Yeah, he was He lifted up his eyes and he was shocked. Verse 20, and in hell, he lifted up his eyes, beating torment, and seared Father Abraham and Pharaoh. When he saw Father Abraham, he said, Oh, no problem. I saw Father Abraham. We know that he said, He said, Father Abraham. But Lazarus, the guy, my neighbor, I told you, love your neighbor as yourself. He saw his neighbor in heaven and he was in hell. He couldn't believe it. Many of us, when our friends look up from hell and they see it, they'll be shocked and hurt that we never warned them, that we never told them there's a place called hell and people are going there. If you don't repent and change your ways right now, you will go to hell. And the Bible says it is appointed unto man wants to die and after that, the judgment. We never warned them. He was surprised to find his neighbor. His neighbor was in heaven. He was enjoying and he was in hell and he was tormented. Look, he told Father Abraham, Father Abraham, you know something? I have four or five brothers who are there. Please send Lazarus. He begged Father Abraham, if Lazarus could help him, Father Abraham said, look, your case where we have reached, that nothing can be done. He said, you know something? It's fine. I accept my faith but i have five brothers i have five brothers at home i have five brothers at in bali i have five brothers in my school i have five brothers around the place i don't want them to come to this place where i am please where your spectacles is mine has broken recently i don't want it to happen to you so i have five brothers who are home please send lazarus to go and tell them, to go and warn them not to come into this flame. Oh, look at you. I, he said, I have those who are doing the weight loss with. Where are they going? Don't, we don't want them to look at you from hell and say, oh, that's all the way to. We were taking pictures with her. We were doing, uh, what's the name of your brother? Grow life or some herbal life. We were doing herbal life together. But she never warned us. But she never warned us. Today, I am sitting here in hell. And I'm perishing. He said, I have five brothers. Send Lazarus to go and talk to them. Then Father Abraham said, you know something? Even if we send somebody from the dead to go and talk to them, they will not believe. They have, they will not believe. Do you know why they will not believe? I mean, if I were to tell that, oh, yesterday, yesterday, I raised this girl. What's your name? Fezikam. 
come, come. Today, let me make you famous. You may just find her beloved. Come, come where you can appear on YouTube nicely. Ten, ten, which side is your best side? This side or this side? Okay. So. If I were to tell you that yesterday I raised Fezi from the dead, many, even my pastors will say, Oh, Bishop, 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 Bishop. What is this? I told you that when you say amen, the sun will shine brighter. Can't you see it shining out there? Yeah. They will say, oh, Bishop, 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 the Tunque, our children. Oh, please. Rebecca will say, hey, Bishop. Because when he talks, we don't say anything, so he thinks that we just came on Friday. <laughs> ah, Bishop, Bishop, Bishop. As for you, you will say, oh, Kai, no Makanja, it's not possible. Ah. If she was dead, she would be dead by now. I raise it from you. Start arguing. The reason why when people die, I don't raise them from the dead. It's simple. Let me tell. Don't tell anybody. Usually, they've collected insurance money. So if I raise them from the dead, there will be a confusion because they've already collected the money from Abob. And sometimes it's a it's a financial gain to the family. So I was just joking. I was just joking. Yeah, peace. My pastors will say, "Oh, she was asleep. She was asleep," and then you. Recently, about three or four days ago, no, maybe like four days ago, I, 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 I had a dream. I don't know whether it's a dream or it was an experience, but in the experience, I had come out of my body. Yeah. Recently, I mean, just three, four days ago. You see the way you are, you say, hey, be so, be so. How much more if I, you, 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 you see, you see now, then I'm telling you that this girl, she was dead and I raised her from the dead. You won't believe it. So, Father, even she herself, she doesn't believe that I raised her from the dead. Yeah, she herself, she doesn't believe that she was really dead and I raised her. The same way, if somebody comes from the dead and comes to tell you that, look, if you don't sit up, you, your, your, your uncle who died, he's gone to hell and you have to repent so that you don't, he's saying that I should tell you that, don't come there. Who say, oh, liars, liars. So he said, let them believe. They have Moses and their prophet. They have Lighthouse Chapel International, Peter Marysburg. Let them believe them. 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 Now, how can they believe us if we are not talking to them? How can they believe us? If we are not talking to them. Romans chapter 10. I close with this one for today. It says, and whosoever shall call on the name Jesus shall be saved. But how can they call on him whom they do not believe? And how shall they believe on whom who they have not heard? If they don't hear. Bible says if they believe they will be saved. If they call on him they will be saved. They say how would they call on him if they don't believe in him? If they don't. They only call on the person they believe. Now he says, how would they believe if they have not heard? If nobody has told them, how would they believe? God is counting on you and I to go and tell them so that they will believe. So how would they believe if they have not heard? You heard, that's why you came. You heard, that's why you came. You heard, that's why you came. But if nobody told you, you wouldn't have come. You wouldn't 
have come. Our, our church is not on the way to somewhere. Like, if, let's say, if you are going to municipality, you have to pass through here. No, it's, it's just, so somebody has to tell you for you to believe to come. If you are here today, somebody has called you to come. Somebody has to tell you for you to believe to go. So how would they believe if, no, if they have not heard? If nobody has told them? And how shall they believe? How shall they hear without a preacher? They cannot hear without you. If you and I don't rise up and go out there to talk to them, they cannot hear. They cannot hear. They cannot hear. 15 says that what? They cannot hear. For it is written, how lovely are the feet of them that bring good news. And how shall they preach except they be sent for it is written. written. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach good news and bring glad tidings of good things. Church of God, let's rise up and let's go out to the nations. Let's go out to the people. Let's go out to our classroom. Let's go out to our schools. Let's go out to our workplaces. Let's go out to everybody and tell them about Jesus. And tell them so that they can hear. And when they hear, so that they can believe. And when they believe, so that they can call on him. So that they will be saved. If people in your family go to hell, it's by all means your fault. It's by all means your fault. It's because you didn't tell them. Oh, I told them. Maybe you didn't tell them hard enough for them to believe. You didn't tell them with desperation. You didn't tell them with eagerness. You told it to them as though it was a joke. But if you will rise up and we will tell them, I believe that God himself will reach out to them and they will be saved. Next week, we continue from this point. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Lift your hands, let me pray for you. Father, thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice. Turn us into soul winners. Turn us into soul winners. Turn us into people who have a heart for the lost. In the name of Jesus. 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 You are here this morning. Every hand down, please. You are here this morning. Maybe somebody invited you to church. Somebody told you, come to church with me. And you came. Please put your hand down. If your hand is up, please put it down. And look at me. Look at me shortly. Maybe you are here this morning. Somebody reached out to you and you came today. But I want to say, Pastor, I don't know Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. I want to go to heaven when I die. I don't want to go to hell. Because if read, it is appointed unto man once to die. After that, the judgment. After that judgment. When you die, the next thing that happens is that you are judged. And the judgment is whether you are born again or not. If you are born again, you make it to heaven. If you are not born, you go and join that rich man in hell. But today, God wants to give you a chance to escape that judgment, to, 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 to survive that judgment, to make it to heaven. So you are here today. You are not born again. You have no welcome. The way to, 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 to make it in that judgment is to receive Jesus in your heart. To be your Lord and your Savior. You are here this morning. Jesus is not the Lord of your life. But you want to welcome him to be your Lord and your Savior. If you are here, I want to pray with you. I want to help you pray. To invite Jesus into your heart. To be your Lord and your Savior. If you are here like that. I want you to lift up your right hand. And I'll pray with you quickly. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. Pastor, please pray with me. Let, don't be shy. Don't put your hand down. Lift it up. Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Please. 
I don't want to join this rich man. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you so that Jesus will become the Lord of your life. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Your right hand. If your hand is up, come to me. I'll pray with you. Just come to me. My brother, come. My sister, come quickly, quickly, quickly. I'll pray with you quickly. I'll pray with you. Pray this prayer with me if you say, Dear Lord Jesus, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's your prayer. I'm going to help you to pray, okay? Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus for dying to save me. From today, I am born again. Write my name in the book of life. From today, I'm a child of yours. Thank you, Jesus. Say, Satan, Satan, hear me and hear me well. I no longer belong to you. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these two. Bless them. Keep them. Fill them with your spirit. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Wonderful. What's your name? Lerato. Wow. And you? Luvuyo. Wow. Luvuyo Siviwe. Ah, Luvuyo. Okay. The size for me, ne? Okay, good. You see that lady over there? She wants to give you something quickly and you will come back to your seat. Okay. Put your hands together for... Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Marksburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.